from Joshua, book of Joshua. Uh, I'm in chapter one. This took me um, verse. It says, uh, the Lord, he's speaking to Joshua. He says, Moses, my servant is dead. Arise and go over the Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them. When I read that, it, uh, it just struck me. And I uh, started talking to the Lord about the season we're in and um, just uh, the difficulties we've all gone through. It's been a, a tough season. It's been a, a season where sifting has occurred, where pressure, unbelievable pressure, overwhelming pressure has come um, on you and you've had to choose. And God's been looking at choices being made. And it hasn't been pretty. You know, there's been a lot of mess and things got turned upside down. But God's been in it because he's on the move. I, I truly believe that. He is on the move. And um, when I read that, I, I just started talking to the Lord about what is this uh, Jordan? Um, what is this crossing? And uh, through this season, I have said to him uh, a few times, I can't go on. It's too hard. The path I'm on is too hard. And he would uh, very gently uh, point me to some of the, the people in the Bible. And this time he pointed me to Joshua. And he said when he stood at the Jordan to go over, he was going over into the promised land. This was a promise. It was the place of milk and honey. It was their freedom. And uh, he said, but he didn't get there. He didn't just pop out of somewhere. And, and I went back and I looked at his years of preparation to see what it took a man to get to the place, the appointed place of God. And I went back and um, just very quickly, um, Joshua was born in Egypt a slave. He came out of Egypt. He was born in Egypt. He experienced 40 years of hard labor of him, his family, his friends. He saw that. Then he saw Moses and Aaron come. He saw them do the signs and the wonders, trying to get Pharaoh to let the people go. He experienced the first Passover where the blood, uh, the lamb was um, sacrificed. The blood was put on the lintels. And I believe he would have been a firstborn. I believe Joshua was a firstborn. So when that blood was put over, their house saved his life. So he, he's experiencing these things. He's, um, he's going through hard times and he's, he's processing things. Then from there, the Red Sea opened, the miracle of the Red Sea. Uh, he saw, he was part of them walking through that Red Sea on, on dry ground. From there, their spirits would have been high. He was picked as one of the 12 spies, sent to go into the promised land and report back. What happened? Caleb says, let us go up at once, take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Joshua and Caleb were adamant, we can do this, we can do this. But the rest of the people uh, said no, no. They got intimidated. They became fearful of the giants. They said no. And uh, Joshua and Caleb, them, uh, they wanted to stone them for their report. This is in the Bible. This is what Joshua went through. They wanted to stone them. And then they had to wander in the wilderness for 40 years while that generation passed. So that was his family, his mum and dad, his friends. He watched pass. And through this, he's observing Moses. He sees him get the Ten Commandments. The Ark of the Covenant is formed. 
He sees the tent of meeting where Moses goes in and then he follows him. And I think out of all of this season, Jesus has been wanting to draw near. He's wanting to have fellowship with you. He wants a closeness with you that we haven't had before. He's drawing near and just as Joshua was at this flood and it's a flooding river. The Jordan was flooding at the time that they were told to cross over. The banks are overflowing. He's looking out at it. He's got the people behind him. And the word came, the priests who who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, let them stand firm on dry ground. So he's got them to put their, their foot, he's got them to put it in this raging water and as they put the foot on, the promise was that the, the river would move, it would pass, it would open. And so Joshua makes the command and it would have taken everything in him to do that. But he did, he trusted God. And that's the walk. I believe that's the walk all of us has been through. Whether it's been a raging um, family things going on in your family, in your business, uh, things going wrong. It's, it's been a rage against us to let go of our faith and our trust in God. And as we've come back to him time and time again, uh, I've come back saying, I've got no more left. I've done that. I've said, no. Um, and he said, you can do this. And I believe that that's the season we're in. He is building an overcoming spirit in each one of you. You will overcome. You will come through this. You will be strong. And you will carry such a presence of God on the inside of you that has not been seen for a very long time. The season has been tough because the enemy has raged against you. He has raged in your generational lines and you have stood. And I am here to encourage you. I have a firm belief that you are breaking um, generational lines of fear and unbelief and unfaithfulness. They are breaking from your family's line. And as you keep going forward, the blessing of God is going to be rich and it's going to flow. And there's going to be turnaround. There's been a breaking of the old wineskin. We got comfortable. It was easy. And then Jesus said, it is time. I have a timetable. And we're on his timetable now. The old baggage that had to go, the old ways had to be dealt with. Um, it only happens in difficult seasons. We only let go when things are tough. I wouldn't have done the things I've done unless the pressure was on me to do it. And so I just want to uh, encourage you, as the first Passover, Joshua experienced the saving of his life. That is Jesus for us. That Passover is the blood of the lamb. That was the type of Jesus coming. And that blood is going to get us as an overcomer. It tells us in Revelations, we overcome by the blood of the lamb. We will go over this season by the blood of the lamb. It is what he did on the cross. He defeated sin. He defeated sickness. He did it on the cross. He broke the power of fear. He broke the, um, the deception and the lies. He broke it on the cross. And now we are in a season where we will release that. And we will start to take authority and take things down. And, and there will be an opening in this region because we have just uh, persevered. 
nothing more than we just kept going in God. And he is going to honour that. So today, it's short and sweet, but I wanted to encourage you. You have done well. You have done really well. And God is with you all the way. And the battle is turning. And the pressure shall shift. And as you put your hand in God, he will start to pour a fresh anointing. A new wineskin has been made. In this season, it has been made. And the new wine is coming and it is starting to flow. So I wanted to bless you. Uh, I go to a lot of prayer meetings um, in, in the church and, and they've been so faithful uh, in this region and in this church. And for the families represented in this church, you are covered every week. There is declaration going out. So uh, when you felt alone or um, overwhelmed, you haven't been. Um, the skies have been flooded with faithful people. And sometimes it was hard. It was so hard. But um, uh, the courage that is in this church is growing. The faith in this church, the hope, it is growing. And God is going to honour it. I have uh, just a confidence that the season is turning and 2021 will be different. I'm hearing even from uh, non-believers, I can't wait for 2020 to go. They didn't even have the Lord and they had a tough season. You know, and so as we rise, we will point to Jesus and they will come. They will come. They will come. So I'm going to uh, leave you with that. Um, finish the, finish the, the year well. Uh, keep short accounts with God. The key for me in this season was forgiveness. It was blessing those who cursed me. It will always open that door. Um, forgiveness opens the door. Uh, you don't have to trust, but you must forgive. That is the cross. That is the foundation of the Christian. And that looses all bitterness. Bitterness will take you out so quickly. So keep forgiveness, but know that God is for you and his hand is on you and you will, um, you will come through stronger, better, happier. You're going to be happy. Christians are going to be the happiest people on earth. I believe that. They're going to have such joy, such peace, and it's going to overflow, overflow, and it's going to affect those around you. Because Jesus wants the heart now. He's not interested in the titles. He's not interested in what we, how good we look on the outside. He's interested on the inside, and from there it will flow out, and it will be real, and it will be genuine, and it will go forward like a rocket. So anyway, I'm going to pray for you, and... Um, I'll leave you with Tim. Lord, we just thank you. I know that's a bit scary. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, God, that you have been with us in the season. We thank you, God, the enemy, Lord, through everything he could, but we stood firm, Lord, in you. And we thank you for that. For this people, Lord, I declare the blood of the Lamb. They shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We lose the power that's in that blood. We lose the victory of the cross. We declare it is finished. The battle has been won. And we will walk into the fullness of the freedom and the joy and the peace that belongs to us because of what Jesus did. Lord, we thank you. 
We commit our lives, our families, Lord. We commit everything we have to you. We declare you are good and you shall do, Lord, everything that you have promised to each one of us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Isn't it always a blessing? Come on. A couple of verses of Scripture popped into my spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good. Let us not grow weary, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. You know, and so you need to look at the person next to you. Uh, Okay, but there's some husbands and wives there, I suppose. But anyway, but that's okay. They are for you. You need to look at the person behind you. Look at the person behind you. Come on. They are for you. Yeah? You know, or maybe you need to look at the person in front of you as well. Because if you all look behind, then no one's looking at anybody. I just realized that. What I'm trying to get at is this. What I'm feeling in the spirit is this. Is that you need to know that the people that are in here are for you. They are for you. And you know, human nature says, I'm going through something. I'm going to run. We run from God, we run from people, we run because it's too hard, so we run. But we have to understand this, that the people that are here are for you. Because God is for you, and we are for you, and we will continue to stand in the battle. We will continue to stand in the things that the enemy tries to throw at you. We will continue to stand with you until you see the breakthrough that you need to see. Just as Liz has been seeing breakthrough. Amen? Amen. God has been speaking to us about perseverance and hope and all that kind of stuff lately, hey? Yep. Grab hold of that. Grab hold of that. Debbie just whispered in, in, in my ear, if, if you read the rest of Joshua 1, it says, I will give you every place that your foot steps. No one will be able to stand against you. That's the mentality that we need to have because we are in Christ. And he is the Lord of the heavens and the earth. And he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples. Amen? Go and make disciples. So that is us. We claim this land as we have been for Jesus. Amen? And fear has no place. Because we are overcomers. We are overcomers. We are in him. Hey, Music teams, oh yeah, we're coming up. That's awesome. Hey, Wednesday, the women are having um, their final get-together for the year and it's us, ask me a question. Well, you know what? I got some questions given to me already. I'm not sure whether I can take too many more questions, to be honest, because the four questions took me a while. But I want to tell you one thing. Was it John... John Kelly last, no, it wasn't last week, you weren't here last, the week before last, I think, you know, he got up and said something on the lines of, you know, when was the last time you really thought about stuff? Or something like that. Think. You know, these questions, they actually got me thinking. Well, some, some things are already, you know, you just kind of go, yeah, you know. But there's other things you go, well, you've got to think. And then as you go on a journey into Scripture with God, the Holy Spirit just brings out more stuff and more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And you start journaling and journaling. So get into the Word of God afresh. 
You know, iron does sharpen iron. It is really good to ask questions and to really get around. One of the things that I really value is the opportunity to speak with other people. Because no one has all the answers. There's no Bible teacher in the world that has all the answers. And that's why it's important that we follow Jesus. We don't just follow a person because no one has all the answers. We give honour where honour's due and we respect and that stuff, but in the end it's about Jesus, isn't it? None of us have all the answers. You're saying that? Oh, yeah, yeah. On a, a, um, on a happy note first, um, it's Roy and Joy's 45th wedding anniversary today. It's uh, Jeff and Liz Lennox's 40th. They're obviously off celebrating that one. So it's their 40th. So wish them a happy anniversary. And it's Charlotte's birthday today too, isn't it? Little Charlotte. Awesome. Michelle, ring on the finger. Yes, she's already married. She's been married to Mill for... 46 years today. No, tomorrow. 46 years tomorrow. Awesome. We also need to let you know, do you remember um, we had, you know, we've had Bishop Adonai come and visit us from Uganda, but we also had Bishop Prezi Ware. Do you remember him? Some of you do. He passed away. Yeah, I don't know the details. I only saw it on Facebook because Bruce shared it. So maybe if you want to maybe talk to Bruce. But yeah, so um, let's uplift his family, the ministry, the church. I'm guessing it was very sudden. Yeah. So let's uplift them, hey, before the throne of grace. And God gives us grace to help us in our time of need, that God would give them grace. Amen? Yeah. We're going to worship with a song of hope. Yep. You know, sometimes when you keep calling for rain, and I don't just mean in the natural, but the spiritual as well, man, this ground has been really dry, hasn't it? You keep standing there and 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 you're going, God, I'm just continuing to stand. And you think, is it ever going to shift? And even in the natural, they've declared a la, was it a la nina, which is a shift from the dry to the wet. And even then, we haven't seen the rain yet. But you know what? There is a cloud. And we are the people of God. And we call it in in the natural and the spiritual. Yep. So let's enter into that. <laughs> 